Welcome to the Med Sustainable Tourism Community Podcast, produced by Unimed, Mediterranean University's Union. The Med Sustainable Tourism Community is an initiative of the Interreg Med Program, co-financed by the ERDF, European Regional Development Fund. This is the audio cast of the international debate Fostering Sustainable Tourism in the Mediterranean Region, organized by the Bluto Med project that features the Med Sustainable Tourism community. The debate took place in Brussels on October 9th, 2019, as a side event of the European Week of Regions and Cities. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brussels, welcome to this. Uh, um, we are hosted here by Tuscany Region, so we would like to welcome uh, Tuscany Region for being here. I am uh, Andrea Di Girolamo, I'm working for Adriatic Union uh, Euro Region, and uh, my organization is one of the partners of uh, Blue Tour Med project. We organize this conference today in the framework of uh, a project, a med project called Blue Tour Med. Med is a project, uh, an horizontal project financed by the Interreg Med program. We are uh, an horizontal project uh, that work in close cooperation with other projects financed by the program under the priority of uh, sustainable tourism. Uh, today we would like to speak about uh, fo how to foster sustainable tourism in Mediterranean region. Uh, first of all, we would like to present the result of the projects, uh, our project, and some results of the, mod the modular projects. And of course, we would like to open a discussion about, about the future of sustainable tourism in Europe and in the Mediterranean area. Uh, we have several speakers today. Uh, we will have an opening section. Uh, I will introduce uh, the first panelists. Then we will have two panels. The first one is a more technical one. It will be moderated by Joseph Rodriguez, my colleague from uh, Diputación de um, Barcelona. And then uh, my colleague Francesco Cocco will moderate the second panel with some politician and uh, some EU institution uh, with panelists. Um, I don't want to waste time, so I would like to give the floor to um, the speakers. I will introduce you. We have here Francesco Crocco, Secretary General of Adriatic Union Euroregion. Uh, Francesca D'Angelo from Tuscany Region is the policy offer. Um, uh, uh, Granados Carrillos is the president of uh, Arco Latino, another network of province. Uh, which is also a partner of our projects. And then we have uh, Hélène um, Lemet-Curry from uh, Pamblu, another pro uh, project partner, and uh, from Marco Latino as well, uh, Roberto Grassi. So I give the floor to Francesca D'Angelo, Tuscany region. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this workshop. Um, um, Mr. Chuofo apologizes for not being able to attend this workshop today. He has important commitment in Florence. Uh, we are very pleased to host this uh, event here in our building um, because of the importance of the topic. As you may know, tourism is a very important sector for the economy of our region, and uh, sustainable tourism has become uh, a key element of the regional uh, strategies. Um, just to give you some numbers, uh, tourism uh, um, represents uh, the 10% of the regional GDP. 
and it generates um, the three percent of the total jobs uh, in our in our region. Tuscany, as many other uh, Mediterranean area, has become a very popular destination in uh, in Europe. And if tourism is represent very important uh, economic opportunities, is also generating uh, externalities, negative externalities, which which are um, more and more difficult to manage. Um, in the last years, our territories and destinations are facing with uh, important uh, impact on cultural heritage, on natural heritage, and on the quality of life of local uh, of local communities. Um, and so, um, a, a, the need for a sustainable and more integrated approach for tourism is is needed. I refer, for example, to the phenomenon of uh, over tourism, which affects uh, very popular destinations in our region, uh, in particular cities of arts like Florence, but also uh, other small villages, the, the coastal areas and protected areas. Um, in recent years, our administrators are more and more convinced that um, a behavioral change is needed if we want to assure the sustainability of tourism in the long, in the long term, and that a, a coordinated action at both at local and European level uh, are, are needed. What Toscan is doing at local level. Recently, um, the regional government has defined a new regulatory framework which wants to define a new governance for the tourism sector um, towards a more sustainable and uh, integrated approach. Uh, the key, a key element of this strategy is the involvement of all local actors uh, of the tourism sector, um, which work together in public and private partnerships uh, with the aim to develop more sustainable and smart destinations and trying to integrate and to, to combine tourism with uh, the um, elements of the territories like uh, agriculture, environment, culture and, uh, and, uh, and industry. Um, if we then come to the European level, we are also very much convinced that uh, um, coordinated action uh, at European level are also needed, starting from synergies between regions uh, that we can create through partnerships and, uh, and projects. We are a member of Nextour, which is the network for sustainable and competitive tourism. And in recent years, we have been involved in many uh, projects with um, other regions, especially from the Mediterranean area, but not only. I can mention the Mitomet <coughs> project, uh, Panoramed, and uh, Smart Destinations, um, which have the common denominator uh, of developing uh, tools and models uh, to help uh, the decision makers to, uh, to develop new, uh, more sustainable and integrated approach. If we then come to the European uh, policies, um, we have been actively following also together with Nextour uh, the debate uh, on the future of uh, European uh, tourism policy and uh, we really hope that uh, tourism, tourism um, will find the right place in the, in the agenda of the, the new commission, uh, not only in terms of uh, dedicated resources, uh, as it was proposed by the European Parliament for the next uh, multi-annual financial framework, 
but also in terms of uh, coordinated <coughs> actions that the Commission could put in place in the next programming period to integrate tourism within other uh, European policies like uh, environment, uh, innovation, culture and, uh, and industry. So um, I hope that um, this uh, workshop will be, the discussion will be very fruitful and uh, I, will, I will stay with you for, for, uh, for the morning. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Francesca. Um, no, now I would, li would like to give the floor to my um, Secretary General. He is Francesco Cocco, Secretary General of uh, Adriatic Union Euro Region. He will give the welcome uh, to all of you also on behalf of our President that uh, unfortunately he, he has another commitment here in Brussels at the Committee of the Region. Uh, so please, Francesco. Thank you, Andrea. <coughs> Thanks for a big uh, presence uh, here. Uh, Apologize the, the difficulty of my president, Mr. Dobroslavic, uh, to stay here, but mm, this is the week of, uh, of the region. We have many activities, the plenary of the committee of the region, and so um, many, many uh, conferences uh, and events. I uh, want to confirm the good experience of this project with uh, a, a good professionality of partners, University of Pantheon, Plan Blue, Arco Latino, Deputación de Catalunya. Uh, these activities uh, uh, go uh, in, uh, in the reason of uh, the importance of sustainable tourism in the uh, life of uh, our region. Uh, for uh, our side, the Adriatic Union uh, side, uh, my network is the network of the region of the Adriatic Union uh, side, is very important to organize the development of uh, sustainable tourism. Also for the, the country uh, that stay outside of uh, the European uh, Union. But it's important for the Spain, Italy on the Mediterranean uh, side, Fran uh, France. Uh, is a, a good occasion to uh, capitalize the modular project of uh, MED program. And in the second uh, step, I uh, confirm the good collaboration of the MED program. Uh, is a, a, an important program that I imagine uh, uh, in the new programmation have the, a, a good uh, rule for the development of this uh, topic. And in the second panel, it's important to uh, have a suggestion uh, of the importance of this thematic in the future of Europe, in the organization of uh, the, the new European uh, institution. Thanks a lot for uh, this work and uh, for the, the result of this project, but for the new project that start uh, in, the, in the next uh, week. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Francesco. And now I, uh, I'm giving the floor to uh, Pere Granados. He's the new president of Arco Latino. He's also major of Salon and councillor for Tarragona Provincial Council. Uh, please, we will give you as a, a, a short welcome. Um, we are very happy to, to having you here because it, it's your first meeting with uh, our community. So, 
Yes, thank you. thank you very much. Uh, good morning, everyone. First of all, uh, I would like to thank Region Toscana for hosting us and our partners today, and colleagues of Adriatic, Ionian, Eurasian, for the very good organization of this event. Thank all of you, speaker and guests, for attending this event, which is uh, which is our very last event as Blue Tourmet project. Later on, we will have the chance to listen to the main achievements of the project and to discuss on a very important and current topic, the sustainability, more, co more concretely about the sustainability of the tourism sector. Let me spend a few minutes to present to you Arco Latino, the lead partner of uh, Blue Tourmet, Arco Latino, is an international network of local public authorities created in 2001. Its members are provincial councils, insular councils, metropolitan cities of the coastal and hinterland areas of Spain, France, and Italy, lying in the Mediterranean Sea. They define a geographical arch from which came our name. Currently, the presidency is the Diputación of Tarragona, which is also hosting and coordinating the Department Secretary of the organization. In Arco Latino, our daily work is 100% focused and dedicated to the public intermediate local authorities. We strongly believe that they are the key actors for the territorial growth, which must be sustainable, innovative, balanced, and equitable the intermediate local authorities are simply perfect for reaching this objective. They, they know the territory. They have a direct contact with all the towns and their policy makers, and consequently with all inhabitants. They are by nature coordinators of multi-level stakeholders. Territorial planning, mobility, and infrastructures, preservation of the environment and water, waste management, training and employment, industrial, culture, enhancement, and tourism promotion are just a few examples of provincial competencies. This perfect mix of knowledge and competencies makes the provinces key actors between the regions, sometimes very big and far from the citizens, and towns sometimes too small to act alone, to work for the territories and the citizens. This is, this is why we'll keep working towards the European institutions for the improvement of the power and competencies, and consequently of the European funds that the provinces should manage it. In Arco Latino, we strongly believe in the European cooperation as a tool for territorial, innovative, and sustainable growth. This is why we accepted the challenge to lead this important project, Blue Tourmet, which has involved more than 200 entities working together in 30 Mediterranean countries, and we will keep working in the future in similar projects. We believe that sustainability is the key for the future tourism in the Mediterranean which is a very sensitive area already suffering a lot of pressures caused also by tourism. So we really welcome this event and we hope that the debates 
we are having today can offer new ideas and possibilities for better future in sustainability Mediterranean. Many thanks for your attention. I wish all of you a fruitful event. Thank you very much. Uh, many, thank many thanks, Mr. Granados, for your word. Uh, now we are entering in a, let's say, technical, more technical aspect or section of uh, our event. I'm pleased to introduce my two colleagues, uh, Hélène Limatri-Curie and Roberto Grassi. Uh, they are doing a joint presentation about the, um, about the achievement of uh, uh, projects uh, project achievements during the, these, uh, um, let's say, three years, because this community of projects was created in 2016. Um, there are 18 uh, territorial cooperation projects financed by the InterMed project, and uh, uh, we are uh, a community of, of at least uh, 200 uh, organizations that, uh, in some cases, were working together uh, on um, sustainable uh, tourism. Uh, they are testing and experimenting new models of tourism so um, Roberto and Elena will present you some achievements of our community um, good morning everybody uh, it's a pleasure to be here uh, and to present uh, once again uh, the main results of uh, this Blatermet project. We promise it is the only one PowerPoint that you will see this morning. Uh, it's just to, to support our presentation, which, we, which will be very short, but uh, hopefully quite concrete, to give you some hints on what, what we have done during these three years of uh, activities. Um, I will explain, let's see if it is work. It is no. not working. Can you, can you help us in some way? Well, I, what we are going to present is shortly uh, giving you uh, the, the idea of what have been, uh, what, what does it mean to, ha to have a community, a, thema a thematic community of projects and then uh, what we have done together and what we achieved. Uh, well, it can be without images. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. Sorry. So let's say, as introduction, the, um, the InterregMed uh, program uh, decided this, uh, for this programming period to fund projects not only uh, um, let's say uh, European projects as uh, you you know them it means international partnership doing activities together and achieve uh, results uh, innovative results together this time they decided to create thematic communities which means uh, gather projects working under the same axis in this case uh, sustainable tourism um, and coordinate these, uh, these thematic communities through uh, another project, which is in this case the Bletourmet. So uh, what we have uh, is, um, you see, a geographical distribution in, in the Mediterranean northern uh, shore uh, of uh, um, 17 projects uh, dealing with, with the sustainable tourism in several ways. 
um, each of them doing uh, uh, its activities and achieve its results. You can see here few numbers. Uh, each uh, colored line it's uh, a pilot uh, a pilot area. So we had 17 projects uh, doing uh, um, about with uh, including two almost 200 partners uh, doing uh, almost 200 pilot actions. Um, in these 13 countries of uh, the northern part of the Mediterranean. Um, and what we have done, and, and this is just to show you, uh, you can see the, the variety of projects here. Um, of course, I won't go uh, through all of them, but we went from the cycling tourism to tourism uh, in close to the mountains, from the waste management to the solution for the over tourism in cities. So a very different uh, group, uh, group of projects. And what we have tried to do as a, a project managing this uh, big community was to make them working together, to know each other, to, to know that the people could, could, uh, could know what were the, the same problems and try to find a common solution, exchange knowledge, and exchange uh, problems and solutions. And I think we, we succeed in this activity because now we have not only the 17 projects dealing with their singular activities, but they know each other and they do what they know also what it's what is the potential to work together. Uh, this process uh, took a lot of time, uh, but then um, after we created the community, we also decided that it was uh, mature, also a work on, um, let's say, build together the main messages all together, uh, build some messages for the policymakers. And so what we did was to create thematic working groups uh, that then Ellen will explain you in detail. And this thematic working group uh, make the effort of uh, build messages uh, representing not only the singular project but the entire community for the policymakers. And then uh, I leave the floor to Ellen, which will explain to you uh, in detail uh, this work that has um, let's say, finished with some concrete deliverables as well. You can find them uh, at the entrance, at the desk. You, you see these papers, and these are the policy recommendations uh, of our community and the policy fact sheets. Please, Ellen, floor yes, is yours. Thank you. Thank you very much for uh, having this opportunity to present today. Uh, as, uh, as it was introduced, I'm the director of Plan Bleu. Uh, Plan Bleu is an organization that supports uh, all 21 Mediterranean countries in making decisions based on uh, knowledge, on science, on the study of what's uh, happening in the Mediterranean in the context of a convention that all the countries have together, which is called uh, the Barcelona Convention on the Protection of the Mediterranean uh, Coast and Sea. Um, Plan Bleu has been working on sustainable tourism for over 40 years, and this subject has been coming very high on the agenda and then a little bit lower. 
at the moment, it is, and I think the, the, the introduction by the region of Toscany really showed it very well, it is a preoccupation that is coming up uh, again as a very high priority on the agenda. At the level of the Mediterranean, it represents about 10%, 10-11% of uh, the GDP. If we count direct and indirect impact, 10 or 11% of jobs. It's, uh, it's a very important sector, but it's also a very impacting sector, as we all know, and as it was uh, very clearly described. There have been recent accidents. There have been uh, recent debates. I mean, I live in Marseille on the impact of uh, air pollution by cruise ships, for example. We see tensions uh, building up at the local level. And uh, I think there is a new message that uh, the, the people we work with, we don't work only with national governments. We worked with a lot of different stakeholders. And they are today asking not only uh, for information on what are the issues, what are the stakes. They are really asking for information on what is feasible, what has been done, what is being tried on the field, and how what is tried on the field can be replicated at a broader level. How can it inform all type of decision makers from uh, regional authorities to uh, private sector to donors? And I think that's really the, the beauty and the challenge of the Bleu Tourmet project is to bring this type of information in a coordinated manner. Because we are raising some of the same, when we read the documents from 40 years ago, we are raising some of the very same issues. Um, and what we really need to, to do now to not uh, raise the same issue in 40 years again with a worse, uh, worsened situation is to, to we, we are convinced, work on this capitalization and uh, mainstreaming pro process together to, to make sure we replicate uh, promising experiences, and there are a lot of them in the, in the Blue Tourmate community, which does the effort of bringing all these stakeholders together. So um, based on what Roberto said, I'm going to explain a little bit the, the process and the results of uh, the capitalization as it was built by the community members. So the objective is to say we have transferable experiences and tools uh, through all these projects. These projects have also identified common bottlenecks uh, that uh, they want to, to raise uh, towards policymakers. And the idea was to work by thematic groups on four thematic fact sheets on subjects that were raised by uh, the different projects, modular project partners are particularly important, and to develop this project, um, these policy uh, fact sheets and, and a summary policy paper together. Uh, so there was the first of the issue uh, that was raised was the question of monitoring. We know there are impacts, we know there are successes, but we still are struggling to document it in a coherent and replicable manner. And uh, so this, uh, this fact sheet that is policy um, fact sheet that you have here is trying to identify some of the most critical areas uh, to make sure that we have an effective monitoring of sustainable tourism with uh, common frameworks, common indicators, lots of things have been done. And with the challenge of citizen science 
and now also uh, trying to involve actors in the tourism sectors, the information is probably going to be even more spread out. And the question of how do we structure common monitoring system, how do we uh, consolidate those data, how do we finance those monitoring systems, and also when needed, how do you develop specific uh, monitoring system for uh, specific destinations locally is uh, a global challenge that all the projects, many projects in the community have been addressing. So that's the interest of this um, policy fact sheet. Uh, the second one uh, was really on the question of, which was raised uh, very clearly in the introduction, on the question of how do we address pressures? There are uh, critical uh, pressures um, by the tourism sector. I would say there are pressures um, in, the, in the mainstream model of tourism, and the project of the communities have been working in the maybe two or three most critical ways to address <coughs> those pressures. The question we mentioned waste management before, I mean the question of water management is also uh, extremely important. The first thing is how do we transform uh, the existing model by reducing its, uh, its pressure. The second question, and a lot of projects are also working on that, is how do you develop alternative models, including through um, not uh, less seasonal uh, activities to also uh, reduce those pressures. And finally, the third um, important aspect is how do you link territories? So how do you spatially, not just through time, but how do you spatially diversify your touristic products? And maybe how do you link uh, the, the major touristic product that are still remaining the, the bulk of the activity uh, with more alternative offers. So that's the second uh, policy fact sheet. The third one is looking at the question of uh, responsible uh, growth and inclusion of local communities. I mean, it was said very clearly again in introduction, uh, a certain destination are now um, raising uh, issues with tension between local communities and the tourism sector, even some communities that are relying economically on tourism. And uh, there is a call for uh, local governments in particular to find solution uh, to keep having these blooming uh, touristic activities and avoid some of the, the tension that are very much associated with some of the pressures and the fact that local communities bear a bulk of the cost uh, associated with those uh, pressure on the environments, on the sites, uh, on the, the congestion in the, in the daily life. And so that's the, the subject of some of the, the third paper. The fourth uh, subject that was uh, also, also mentioned uh, in introduction, uh, more maybe by um, uh, Arco Latino, is this question of uh, governance. How do you organize the multiplicity of, um, of the governance system in the tourism sector? And if I come uh, to some of the conclusion, we can um, detail that a little bit more. But this appears to be uh, a very uh, important uh, challenge as well in the context of a very uh, fragmented uh, responsibilities that make it sometimes difficult to have a common 
strong policy that is applied across uh, relevant scale in geography and time. So those four uh, working groups have led to the development with the support of a consultant and the whole project team have uh, led of the to the development of those four policy uh, fact sheets uh, and uh, to the final conference uh, that gathered 70 speakers, 200 participants. And um, I must say, I wasn't present at the conference, but I heard from a number of partners who are outside of the community how important this conference was, uh, was for them and how um, important it was for them to learn from the ground, to learn from experience and to see what was developed locally. So I'm not going to be long. On, so thereafter, those four fact sheets were gathered in a common uh, policy paper, giving really the concentrating on, on four important messages and around those four policymakers, whether they are national or regional. Those four messages uh, try to detail why, first, what is the rationale uh, for sustainable tourism? Why is it so uh, crucial now to transform our model of tourism? <coughs> then present some of the solution and identify which community projects are bringing elements of answers uh, to these critical challenges. Um, then uh, some, some elements, and I think this also calls to, to exchange on the catalog on the tools that were developed and how the action support the broader regional agenda. We are not speaking tourism just for tourism. Uh, we see that uh, solving some of the tourism issues are important for other uh, regional or international policies and European policy being policies on energy, on water, on climate change, on waste management, for example. I'm not going to go through all the, um, the key messages in details. I think you can, uh, you can see them in the, in the document. Uh, what I wanted to, to mention is that uh, the community which developed these messages tried to be clear also on um, what is the issue? What are suggested solutions coming from the projects? What are the, the concrete action it represents? And who is the target audience of each of these, uh, those critical key messages? I think most of them were already presented. Uh, there have been a lot of discussion on, on how to apply, if I take just one example, on how to apply the critical notion of the carrying capacity or the maximum threshold. Um, and how do you manage that uh, in practice? Uh, how do you do it technically? How do, do you do it with scientists? How do you incorporate uh, scientific analysis, but also uh, governance system to, to manage such uh, local challenges? So I'm not uh, going into the detail, but I'll be glad to exchange if there are, uh, if there are questions on the subject, I'll be, I'll be glad to exchange on those. Uh, key messages. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Alain. Thank you very much, Roberto, for 
uh, this overview on a Bluetooth med um, achievements, and um, of course for introducing us the four policy fact sheet and then policy recommendation that I will invite you to uh, read it carefully. With the, you can find the key messages uh, of this uh, uh, in these documents. And um, before to give the floor to the first uh, panel uh, and the panelists of the um, this panel moderated by Joseph Rodriguez, I would like to thank you also um, all the partners of Bluturmed. Uh, they are Arcolatino, the lead partner, uh, the Deputacion de Barcelona, Unimed, uh, Pantheon University, and of course Plan Blue and my organization, okay, Adriatic Union Euroregion, because they, uh, we are now uh, finishes this project and uh, we really uh, have good relation, uh, good, uh, uh, we work together a lot, so we are a good team, and I'm uh, extremely happy of these projects and this uh, uh, coordination made by Roberto. Okay, uh, now we change the table very quick, uh, and I'm calling here the, the panelists. Um, Ludwig Lafontaine from Med Program, Tommaso Cumazzi from Nextdoor, uh, Natalia Avidic from uh, the Ministry of Tourism of Croatia, and Carla Danilutti from uh, UCN Med uh, Meet Network. Okay, thank you, Andrea, for this uh, introduction. Um, so now we are going to this uh, first panel. We have more or less one hour for, for this panel. And we have invited um, some of the starring entities and people who have been working in, in this uh, community in this uh, three years period, uh, coming from the different dimensions of, of the community, from the from the program, uh, from the modular projects, and also for, for, uh, from a new dimension, which are the strategic projects of, of Manoramed. So um, I would like to introduce the panel saying that uh, we could say that, that now sustainable tourism is a trending topic. Uh, for I think for, for two, two, two reasons. Uh, we see that uh, tourism is growing and will keep growing according to the, the, the international forecast. Uh, the number of tourists will increase in the future. Uh, last year in, in Europe was uh, 5%, but in the Mediterranean was 8%. Uh, so we, we, we keep growing. And if we, if we have a look uh, to other uh, international regions like Asia, we see that is an increase of uh, double digit, so maybe 12 percent, 15 percent. So we'll have more tourists in the future. 
On the other hand, uh, if you look, have a look to the media, you will see that tourism is present. Now tourism is in the agenda because there are some problems, there are some pressures, uh, because for several reasons, the increase in uh, tourism in urban destinations in, in Europe for, for, for low-cost uh, low flights and, and, other, and other reasons, uh, the movements uh, against tourism, uh, the problems of over-tourism in, in some destinations. Um, in 20, 20, uh, uh, 2017, it was an international year for, inter, uh, for sustainable tourism. So there are a lot of uh, aspects that uh, make that tourism now is present. And so this is, I think this, this is good for us because uh, for the Mediterranean, we, we have to deal with, with that. Um, for that reason, uh, it, it's, it's clear that uh, sustainable tourism should be one of the axes of the Interreg Mediterranean. In fact, our community is the biggest uh, community of, of the program and will keep uh, being the, the biggest. Uh, I, I think in the future we will have uh, 20, uh, 20 modular projects financed within this, this community. Um, so um, it is important to deal with, uh, with this uh, issue within the Mediterranean. We have to take into account also in this momentum uh, that we are uh, in, in the period of negotiations of the new programming period and, uh, and the new structural funds in the future. Uh, so it is a moment to make suggestions and proposals for the future of the European funds. And there are also some movements in order to increase the, the, the volume, the, the amount of funds that are allocated to sustainable tourism. So we have these uh, two, uh, two, two aspects to take into account when uh, setting up the scenario where the community is, is, uh, is running. In this first phase of the community, uh, over the last three years, we have been working in, in establishing synergies among, um, among the projects. I think we have succeeded in creating this, uh, this environment of collaboration among uh, modular projects. We saw uh, two days ago an example in the Mitomet capitalization event. Uh, in the same table, there were uh, uh, representatives of four projects of the community. And, and I think this situation would be difficult without the existence of a community that is, is putting all, all of them working together. Um, so in this first phase of the community has, has been um, a useful tool to set up these uh, connections uh, among projects. But there is a future. So our community will, will continue in the future, we hope that we'll be, we will be uh, running this, this uh, community uh, three years more. But for the future, uh, there will be a, a focus on capitalization, how to transfer the results, the outputs of the modular projects into the policies, into the national, the regional, and local policies, how to mainstream the results of the European projects uh, into the ordinary, into the current uh, policies. This will be the topic, uh, the, 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 the topic for the future. So to discuss about these uh, results of the community and a little bit about uh, what will be the, the future priorities, 
uh, we have four, four speakers. Uh, I will make some concrete questions uh, to them and I will introduce them when, when I make these questions. Uh, and we will start uh, with the representative of the Secretariat of the Interreg Med program, uh, which is uh, Libine Lafontaine. Uh, she is the project uh, officer of uh, our community, and as well is uh, is the officer who is uh, following up the panor panoramic um, um, scheme within the within the interact program. So, my question for you would be: This new architecture of interact met is something new something we don't find in any other uh, European programs. Um, what is, uh, w I, we think that you have uh, been f uh, trying to find more synergies and, and to increase the capitalization of, of the results of, of uh, the projects. What, what is the assessment you, you made about this new architecture in this three-year period uh, from the Secretariat? Is it working? Or do I have to press somewhere? Is it working? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, yes. good. Um, well, I, I need closer. Please, closer or far? Closer, closer, closer. sorry. <laughs> good. Uh, well, what I will say about the assessment uh, will be complementary to what has already been said. You, you have highlighted already uh, interesting things for the communities. But um, I don't know how many of you are very much acquainted with this uh, architecture. I know um, there are familiar faces in the public, but still, sorry if I will repeat basic stuff, but I think that in order to uh, tell us what is our assessment, we need to share common backgrounds of what is the architecture. So I will just be brief about this and um, saying, well, this, um, the starting point of this new architecture uh, was at the beginning of the programming period when the Commission said, impact, make impact. And, you know, for many years you've been working together, but what do you do? And we don't see it. So we'll have, you, you will have go, to go through an impact evaluation of your results. So uh, we were aware of this and, you know, we are a vast uh, a program with a vast uh, territories, 57 uh, regions and 13 countries. So um, our, um, our observation was that we had fragmentation of results with the different projects as we had uh, the regular projects. We had a lack of reuse of results that were already done and we had over and over again just redoing the same thing. So no capitalization or very, very limited. And we had limited sustainability of results and especially in sustainability <laughs> tourism, mm -hmm. double sustainability, missing sustainability. So um, that's how we, um, we thought about the architecture. So what is this architecture? Uh, something in the module that was not maybe um, highlighted yet. So. Um, it's in the modular projects we had before, um, we had classical projects. So classical projects were studies, testing, capitalization. That was the, the process of any projects before. So one thing that is not, in the well, it's part of the architecture, but we missed that point most of the time. It's also that we created this principle of modular projects, meaning mm -hmm. that the partnerships that were anyway the same as we had in the classical projects, um, they, they can focus on what they do best, what they can do. 
So either they choose to be in a study project, in a testing projects, or capitalization projects, or can they can also combine. So it gives some freedom for the partnerships to really do the best they can do. Because when you ask partnership to last for three years, and being able to go through studies when you have university research centers, and then you ask them to capitalize their results at the end of the project, maybe the competencies are not really fitting. So we have this, this was the first thing, just fragmenting the projects. We, we, we're not looking for fragmented results, but we fragmented the, 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 the projects to enable them to, uh, to do the best they can do. So the second thing was um, we had, now we have the modular projects, but what we were missing and what we, we were missing and what we're still missing for these projects were just to have um, an extra layer of competencies. They could just like uh, create the synergies and it's where we came up with the, the horizontal projects with the idea that we needed to put them all together to share experience, to discuss, to um, to try to uh, to build something uh, together. So we had these horizontal projects with the aim to foster the exchanges, create synergies and broaden scope of actions also. And we have uh, some example of the broaden a scope of actions. I'll give you one right away. In the biodiversity, I'm sorry, I'm not taking an example of tourism, but uh, in biodiversity, for example, in two projects, uh, they, they implemented a test, and what they did, they, they benefited the another projects with uh, sharing the same targets, and so the training sessions were common. So this is something, you know, you broaden your scope of actions because you have different partners, different regions, so you can right away broaden the scope of actions. Um, and it was just threatening the links between the different partners of the different projects and also territories. Um, so this, for the original projects, it's the second level impact that we are seeking in this case. And then we have um, what you might have heard before, the Panoramet project, which, which is uh, not a thematical axis, but a governance axis to try to or to uh, to scale up the results uh, in a different way in a governance process and process of improvement of the governance. So this is our structure, architecture of the project. Assessment, we have, just to tell you, I will give you the, the GS point of view, but we also have an external evaluation uh, with external experts and we have also, you know, just it's ongoing. So we have a first report. And we'll have some more you know, indication how to improve this for the next programming period. But we have already good results. So what we can, we, can we say? With modular projects and having them targeted, you know, what they do best, in a certain way, we have a higher relevance of what they do. Because they, they give us results you know, very targeted and they concentrate on, you know, for a year and a half on something very specific. They, we don't ask them to just go from an action to another this is something they're not very comfortable with. So we, they are more focused, more productive. Um, the combination, well, this is uh, feedback from their, their side also, because it's not only from the GS. Uh, they understand the combination, and they see the interest also, because in between the mod modules, you can change also, add some new partners, you can make some changes. So this is well understood, and they think it's relevant for uh, the results, the outputs, and it's more... Uh, um, it's more output-oriented projects than just going through the application form and what was put in the application form, because there's kind of a flexibility. 
in terms of communities, so um, for us, so I'm uh, trying to become complementary to what has been said. What we can say is when we have the application form, we have different calls, we, have, we see a difference. Before we had just, let's say, fragmented projects coming with results and redoing what has been done in other projects. In this case, we have much more reference to um, already achieved results from other projects. So this is what can, we, we, we can uh, observe. Uh, we also have uh, in the proposal some synergies with other partners from other projects. So these are two very positive things in the proposals that we have. So it increases also the quality of the proposals that we have. So we have an idea that we, we can move forward from what we have achieved already and not just like uh, patiner in French. I don't know how we say that anymore. You're just like in the mud and you cannot move forward. Um, so you see the image. Um, so from this, we just think that it comes from the capacity of the horizontal projects uh, to animate these thematic communities. So they reach some goals because we have, uh, we have some tangible results of this, uh, this animation of communities. So building bridges between uh, the partners and between uh, the projects. There is also promotion, promotion of dissemination um, of results. Uh, increasing the sustainability of the results already achieved and increasing the visibility. When you have these four uh, uh, papers written all together, of course it increased the visibility of the, the, the outputs and the results that were achieved. Something that would, and it would be br brought up higher in a higher level that you cannot expect when you are a single uh, modular project. So this is something that's extraordinary for us. I mean, it's a big step forward. Um, so there is also the strengthening of networks. And another example for biodiversity, for example, you know, in, sorry, uh, I could have chosen a tourism. There were so many <laughs> in biodiversity, <laughs> they only have two. <laughs> no, but, but this is, you know, in, for, for MPH, for, um, uh, it's really hard to have the different stakeholders to speak all together. And in this case, it created, you know, between the different partnerships, uh, some dialogues that were not seen before. So there was, it's not that we, we don't have in, in, in sustainable tourism, the, 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 the problem, problems are different. So I, I needed to have a, uh, I needed to have a very speaking example, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> if I didn't choose from the tourism community. But anyway, so um, to conclude, it's that we have the projects that no longer work in isolation as they used to work. Uh, this is the big step. They, they work collaboratively, uh, and not only within the communities, um, but also between the communities, as we saw it also with the horizontal projects. That you're not just only working on sustainable, uh, sustainable tourism, but you know that your work is also complementary and can also uh, serve bigger challenges societal challenges for the territories also and then all together you tackle climate change issues other challenges and missions at the european level and you have this you're aware of this and i think it's all these communities all built together and this is something that we we seek to uh, to 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 achieve not to have thematic working in parallels but i know that everybody can bring his stone to a to the whole construction so this is um, 
Thank you, Lebim. I, I think this idea it could be uh, similar to the idea of the clusters. You are not working alone. You can work with uh, people dealing with similar use, uh, issues. And, and also, this idea of sustainability of resource, uh, I think uh, uh, we have to take into account that sometimes people working in European projects are working in, in a bubble, bubble, the bubble of European projects. So we have to, to, to build these bridges with the economic sectors or with, with other stakeholders of the sector involved. So um, in, in, this, in, this, uh, in this aspect, uh, this structure, this architecture of, of the program uh, can be useful. I have to say um, as well that it took time for all the participants of the community to understand <laughs> the, the, the all the structure and how it works. Um, but I think now we, we, we all are aware about it. Okay, a second second speaker um, belongs to um, to a European network dealing with tourism, which is uh, next tour. Tommaso Comazzi is the communication and membership membership manager for next tour permanent secretariat, which is located here in in Brussels, and they have a double perspective. They have been uh, partners in 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 one of the modular projects. But they are also uh, carrying out a lobby a task uh, close to the policy makers uh, here in, in Brussels and, and, and the other, other uh, to other national and regional governments. So from, from this double perspective, what are, what are the barriers or, or the enabling factors to mainstream the results of the European, these European projects to the policies? Well, I want, I want to reassure all of you, uh, the double perspe perspective doesn't imply that uh, I will need the double of the time to reply <laughs> to the question, uh, mainly because, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, Ma mainly because uh, uh, the double perspective is also part of a complementary work that we are doing. So it's true we are from one side uh, a network of regions, European regions from uh, 20 European countries, uh, and mainly uh, there is a strong presence from the Mediterranean among our members. Half of them are from uh, the Mediterranean. Uh, that implies, of course, uh, also a great uh, interest and focus on all what is uh, related with uh, problematics and uh, uh, cooperation uh, in this basin uh, for us and for our regions. Uh, we work in particular with uh, the Department of Tourism at regional level, so basically with uh, the decision maker uh, at the European level, and that uh, allows us then to work as really uh, the voice of European regions committed to sustainability in Europe. And when I'm saying sustainability, of course, uh, I'm referring to all the aspect that uh, is linked, uh, in particular uh, uh, related with the, the tourism sector. So. Uh, having uh, uh, attention to economic, social, and environmental elements related with that. And then on the other side, uh, is part of the cooperation uh, that we are uh, doing with, uh, and with and among our members to work also on projects. Uh, and uh, especially we are partner of a modular project on tourism, which is Mitomet Plus, uh, as, as you mentioned. Uh, 
and so is uh, here the other perspective, uh, being partner of a project that uh, has uh, as uh, the main uh, target the one of developing a protection and promotion uh, of Mediterranean natural and cultural resources. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, our role is uh, complementary from, from both because uh, in the end what is animating us uh, in both uh, the regional cooperation and the participation in European projects is the same vision and is the vision that uh, is the vision of our regions, uh, meaning uh, in particular the clear uh, uh, need that our region sees uh, to push uh, the tourist sector to be more sustainable, because as uh, has, has been has been already said, also in your introduction, is a trendy topic, but is not just uh, trendy. It's also uh, something that needs that everybody start really to to take uh, take the action, and our uh, regions are uh, at the forefront of this. Um, and as next tour, we really work uh, to uh, first of all do or, or uh, put together all what uh, is done and then to disseminate and to, capital, and to capitalize. So uh, we are doing this through our network. As a communication ma manager, I'm part of this process of uh, uh, gathering all what uh, our regions uh, are doing, gathering best practices and then disseminating them among the other members and externally through the European institutions, uh, through the other European stakeholders. Uh, and also what uh, uh, our regions are doing, uh, in particular in the Mediterranean, in particular uh, through Mitomet Plus and the other modular projects where, where there are members of us that are active, uh, also to inspire uh, other best practices in the Mediterranean and also beyond. I have, for example, uh, an example. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, a member of us from uh, Vastra Jotland, which is a, a Swedish member region of Nextur, he has been invited to talk to uh, the Baltic Sea Cultural Heritage uh, Annual Workshop. And the topic there was uh, how to use local assets to uh, uh, develop sustainable tourism. And uh, he went there uh, on behalf of the whole network of Nexur, and he provided a set of examples, not just so from his region, but really from all over Europe. And among them, of course, he mentioned uh, uh, Mitomet Plus uh, as really an example, of course, with a focus on, on Mediterranean, but uh, anyway, that has been highly appreciated also by those representatives from the Baltic on how then uh, regions and destinations can develop together sustainable tourism by starting by their destination by what is uh, at uh, the uh, lower level in, in Europe. <coughs> uh, and then you were asking about uh, the barriers uh, that uh, we face in, in our work. Well, I think that uh, many of them has already been uh, uh, introduced uh, lately also by a bit by you. For sure, uh, I would say uh, bureaucracy in the sense that uh, every decision in order to achieve then a policy uh, to, to, to be translated into a policy decision needs a lot of uh, uh, process there is a change so you go to an officer the director the super director and then it has to come back and everybody needs to to be uh, to agree on that and of course it's just if 
anyone doesn't agree, it risks to uh, jeopardize the whole process. Uh, but that's why we, we are uh, here and when we are working as a network. It's because uh, uh, our work of sharing, of putting uh, uh, good examples together is uh, first of all to generate awareness and to show the added value also of uh, some best practices and then also to generate the willingness to commit, which in the end is uh, the real uh, engine of every policy-making decision. I would say another barrier, of course, as, as, as been said already, is the lack of dialogue. But again, here, uh, the power of a network uh, is uh, really to put together all the different uh, uh, actors and to make uh, a great patchwork so that uh, at the end, the outcome is uh, really representing and, and complete with the contribution of everybody. And this also, I think, Mitomet Plus is a very good example because we are partnered also with uh, another network of regions, which is CPMR. And uh, so it's really uh, like different networks cooperating to, to make awareness and to work in the capitalization of the results of what all the work we are doing. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tommaso. We don't want to hear all, only nice words about our, our work. And there are some things, some problems, uh, and some difficulties. So we want to highlight also all these, all these difficulties. One of them is that uh, the tourism is, uh, as Elaine said, is a very fragmented, uh, the, fra the, pol the tourist policy is very fragmented. There are competences divided among the local, regional, national, and European governments. Uh, so when you have to uh, modify or influence to a European poli uh, a tourist policy, uh, you have to identify very clearly uh, which is the, the suitable uh, uh, administrative level to be to be influenced? Um, this is the question I want to 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 make to to the next speaker, which is Natalia Havidic from the Ministry of Tourism in uh, Croatia. She uh, she is representative of the recently approved project, a uh, strategic uh, panoramet project, which is called SmartMet, and. Um, Panoramet is dealing uh, more with the governance of tourism. So, in the in the partnerships of those projects, are involved several uh, administrative level with competences of tourism. So, that, that this is the question: What are the most suitable uh, administrative level to be influenced when when you want to change the policies? Uh, how is experienced in your project, or what what are you planning in in your project? Okay, it's a very nice start uh, to, uh, at uh, this conference to, to see that um, there are many projects uh, with uh, great results. So our SmartMed project really can start uh, not from the scratch, but uh, to take really into consideration all the results, uh, for example, all these uh, four uh, policy, policy papers, recommendations that you uh, presented today here. So uh, we are re really keen to start uh, with uh, our SmartMed project on a PanoraMed uh, platform. Also, what's, what is important that uh, we as a lead partner have a very nice and strong partnership with uh, all um, other countries and the different uh, administrative levels uh, uh, within the project. 
And uh, additionally, what we are very uh, happy to see that uh, there is another project, BESMED project, uh, de dealing also with the sustainability of tourism, will uh, be approved uh, uh, here, uh, I think, these days, yes, or, or in Athens. It is already approved, uh, so uh, we can really uh, uh, continue uh, working together in a platform as, as Lidwin already uh, presented, uh, like a model project that uh, we can uh, actually work work together. Uh, regarding the, uh, let's say, uh, policy that can be implemented on a different administrative level. It is, uh, I think it's very important to have a partnership, a strong partnership on all levels because, uh, uh, for example, Ministry of Tourism in Croatia is a national national uh, body and uh, we tackle uh, policies regarding uh, uh, sustainability of tourism. Oh, for example, we are implementing monitoring system for uh, monitoring the sustainable tourism development. Uh, this, this is a system, it's named CROSTO in Croatia. It's uh, the monitoring system that uh, is um, uh, in, in line with the UNVTO uh, uh, methodology for monitoring uh, sustainable tourism. And it, it is financed from uh, EU funds also. So I think uh, on a national level it's very important to to uh, build a, like a legal and um, strategic framework for uh, sustainable tourism, but also on a regional level, there are there are very important roles that uh, can tackle uh, also uh, other aspects uh, for uh, the the tur tur sustainable tourism. For example, uh, dealing with uh, uh, local infrastructure, waste management, and on all, all other aspects that are important for for sustainable tourism. Uh, what uh, what's, what's important uh, and a good example in Croatia, I'm not sure about other countries uh, at this stage, uh, we have a new legal framework for strategic planning. And uh, at this stage, we are, uh, we are preparing a, a national strategy that will tackle, for example, also uh, st sustainable tourism. But uh, uh, this, uh, this national strategy is not like uh, the one island as it's uh, the, this document will not be the only document so uh, we will have uh, this uh, we will deal with the bottom up at, and top down uh, uh, approach so we will uh, take uh, into consideration uh, also regional aspect of, of uh, and, and needs in this so uh, the, the documents, uh, strategic documents in Croatia will not uh, have the separate uh, ways to go, so policies can really uh, in, uh, in this way go uh, uh, in synergy, so uh, we will uh, be familiar with the needs of uh, local and regional uh, levels in a national strategy and also regional strategies for uh, sustainable development will have the information about uh, national uh, ideas and policies and uh, goals that uh, needs to be achieved. So I think uh, it's a very good approach uh, to 
um, to tackle policies on all levels, and uh, that that's, that is the way how to let's say make synergies and uh, make the good impact on all levels. So, uh, the question, your question was, uh, which level is the most important? I, I think that. Uh, all levels are very important for uh, sustainable development and the synergies between between all levels. So uh, we are really happy to, to see in uh, our project, SmartMed project, mm -hmm. that all levels are involved and uh, we see the possibility to uh, develop policies uh, uh, on all levels and implement it in a good way. Thank you, Thank you Natalia. Maybe in this, uh, in this sense, what we miss is the European policy on tourism because uh, in fact it, it doesn't it doesn't six exist so yes. i think there are some movements for the future in order to make a more prominent role of tourism in the european policies but at the moment we don't have a real european uh, tourist policy okay and finally um, last speaker um i would like to also make a question about another important pillar of, of the tourism. Without the private, the tourism doesn't exist as well. It's, it's, a, very important, it's a very important pillar. And uh, many times in this kind of European projects, it, it, we, uh, it's, a, it's a cooperation among public uh, authorities or semi-public authorities. But we cannot forget uh, the, the role of the private and how to uh, engage them in the results of these of these projects. Uh, so we have invited Karna, Carla Daneluti. Uh, she is working in the U International Union of uh, Conservation of Nature. It's a big international organization, and they have been also involved in one of the modular pro in one of the modular projects of the community. And they have created some also some networks and tools in order to work with other stakeholders. So my question would be, when we have a look to the backgrounds of the partners of the community, we see a different um, backgrounds, different approaches. Some of them are coming from the environmental sector, some of them are about the heritage uh, protection, and some of, of course some of them about uh, uh, from the tourism sector. Um, in your case, you come from the um, um, biodiversity protection field. How how do you manage these uh, different approaches? How do you work with the private when when you have to deal with the tourism issues? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Well, um, can you hear? See, si. no, it's working. Okay. So, uh, yeah. But first of all, yes, mm, I would also like to stress the fact that being from a conservation organization working on tourism, this is really responding to what we were saying this morning. The topic is high in the agenda, and and now it's like involving all, also other sectors that before were was not were not looking at them, especially in the Mediterranean for for all what we said because we are a center that is working for uh, the Mediterranean cooperation. Let's say so just to. To put a bit um, the context no, on uh, on how we collaborated with private sector in the project that we did was called Destimed. Uh, it was led by Regione Lazio. We are a partner of that. And what we were trying was to support uh, protected areas in um, in managing and planning the tourism, let's say that they receive. And one of the ways that we were actually the core. Uh, component of that was making them collaborate with the private sector locally 
through an incentive, there was the creation of an ecotourist product because it, that was the final goal to have, let's say, the private sector involved. And what I have to say that uh, having these two different perspectives, which are really, really different, but it was extremely necessary because, um, I mean, the positive thing is that you can have, of course, different perspectives and different knowledge on the table and, and that, like, say, builds on each other expertise. There was cross-fertilization of capacities, especially when we spoke, speak about protected areas and destination that has to be uh, conserved and managed in a certain way. Uh, problems where we were able to address problems from, from different angles that normally if you just consider a single perspective you won't be able to address. And well, the needs of broader collectives were also taken in consideration thanks to these, let's say, uh, local ecotourism clusters that we set up. Of course, there were some also issues, and I think the major one was uh, the difference in, in understanding what we wanted to do and the, let's say, uh, prioritizations of the concepts. Sustainability is, dif is different from a park manager to a tourism uh, provider. So let's say reaching a common ground and understanding what we wanted to do was a bit of part of the uh, the difficulties that we had in, in working together, but it's the only way forward because tourism is a, is a business, is, a, uh, is an activity, and, and if you want to do something in the tourism, you have to have the business and private sector involved, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you for, for your contribution. Thank you for listening to the MET Sustainable Tourism Community Podcast, an initiative of the InteregMED program co-financed by the ERDF, European Regional Development Fund. This podcast is the audio cast of the international debate organized in Brussels by the Bluetomed Project, the InteregMED project featuring the MET Sustainable Tourism Community. It is coordinated by Arco Latino in partnership with UNIMED, University of Pantheon, Plan Bleu UNEP MAP, Barcelona Provincial Council, and the Adriatic and Union Euro Region. This podcast is produced by UNIMED, Mediterranean Universities Union.